This is Robert Merlanchi, Chief Digital Publisher of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's learning and technology magazine. This podcast is brought to you by C21 Canada, Canadians for 21st century learning and innovation. I'm honored to have joined me for a Mindshare Learning Moment, Doug Curry, former educator, provincial minister of education in Prince Edward Island, and head of the Council of Ministers of Education Canada. Doug has recently joined Nelson Learning as Vice President Government Relations. Thank you for joining me today, Doug. You know, it's great to be here with you, Robert, and I certainly appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation on a, a very important uh, issue, and that's, and that's education. Well, congratulations on the new role after a successful 10-year career in political life capped off by hosting the 50th anniversary uh, Council of Ministers of Education uh, annual conference last summer in conjunction with uh, C21 Canada's summit and Canada 150 celebrations and historical PEI. How's the transition uh, been so far for well, you? Well, you know, it's it's been great. I you know I look back on my my political career. I had a wonderful career. I had an opportunity to meet some some great people. I had some great experiences, not only uh, here in the province, but to move some some pretty uh, significant policy, both on uh, the education and early learning fronts, but also in healthcare. So, certainly uh, very grateful that experience, that opportunity, but. It also exposed me to some some bigger tables, and that was in roles as chair and co-chair of federal, provincial, territorial uh, tables in healthcare with federal ministers like Tony Clement, Rona Ambrose, um, and most recently, uh, you know, uh, working with Minister Duclos uh, on the national childcare framework, but especially uh, my 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 lead role um, with. Uh, CMAC, Canadian uh, Ministers of Education Canada, was a, was a wonderful experience and it exposed me to another conversation and that's um, a conversation outside of public education and people who were very interested in, in particularly in the private sector, in, in where education is going uh, into the future in this country and, uh, and uh, beyond. Why Nelson Learning, a hundred-year-old publisher that needs to make a huge pivot from print to digital, and, and some people would say this is a really bold move and a high-risk one at that. Well, you know what? I uh, I had an opportunity after leaving. I left public office October 19th and, and took some time off, and during that time, uh, reconnected uh, with um, uh, a lot of uh, you know individuals that I met in my in my political career. And obviously, uh, through my uh, role at CMEC, uh, I was introduced to the leadership uh, through C21 Academy, and that was Nelson. And uh, my first point of contact was Jessica Mosier, who is a very credible um, uh, individual who had uh, uh, has, an, has had an outstanding career in the publishing industry and had just recently joined Nelson. And uh, through our conversations, she introduced me to Steve Brown, the, the CEO, and I was quite impressed with Steve. I was quite impressed with his passion and his commitment to education and his, his priorities around, you know, equity and access and his commitment to, you know, learning for all. And um, he just caught my attention. And I liked uh, the fact uh, that he took on an industry that was, uh, for lack of a better descriptor, sort of uh, fading 
because of the the way uh, the world is changing. And Steve has shown tremendous leadership and courage in um, in revitalizing and refocusing and rejuvenating and setting new priorities for for Nelson. So it caught my attention, and uh, I really like. Uh, his leadership. Uh, I like the direction uh, that he's taking uh, Nelson. I like the fact that he's very open uh, to new partnerships and he's demonstrate that uh, almost um, 16 to 19 months into his role. Fantastic. Now you are going into a new role that was created specifically for you. They didn't have a VP of uh, government relations in the past, had they? Yeah, I think uh, the role is new and, um, you know, I mean, the business that uh, I've been in for uh, almost 11 years in public office was all about relationships, both at the um, uh, at the ministry levels um, in provinces and territories, but also uh, relationships that uh, I forged and developed at the federal tables. And also my experience um, in healthcare and particularly in education um, at the international tables. So, uh, those are all experiences that uh, develop my skill set. Um, I see this role to be a very good fit in respect to the direction that Steve Brown um, wants to take Nelson. And he's forging new partnerships and relationships. And uh, he sees um, he sees this as a, an integral part to his leadership team to really uh, strengthen and build relationships, not only with uh, provincial uh, governments, both at the provincial and territorial level, but also at the federal level. Interesting. Now, your role is not specifically K-12. There's a post-secondary element to it as well, I understand. Yeah, my role will be, I'll be obviously supporting uh, the K-12 to team, uh, but also Nelson has a space in post-secondary uh, and I'll be obviously with my experience uh, in government, obviously with my experience at the University of Prince Royal. I spent uh, over 10 years uh, as the head of um, the head coach and director of hockey operations. So I was very much involved with the the day to day functioning uh, of post secondary education. Uh, obviously, working with student athletes, working with um, uh, faculties, working with academia, working with administration. So I certainly have a have an appreciation uh, for uh, the post-secondary environment, along with my experience in government, working very closely with the uh, colleges and universities. In my role as CMAC, the post-secondary ministers uh, sat at that table uh, from across Canada as well. Now, you're you're a change agent of sorts, and uh, we are in the middle of uh, a digital revolution. Uh, most pundits would say in, in, in the education space in Canada, how are we doing and, and why is it so important to, to our, our students? Well, one thing we, we hear a lot of talk about, obviously we talk about, you know, the changing face of public education. Uh, I mean, we all recognize that uh, um, the world's changing. Uh, the way children are learning is changing. Uh, the way teachers are teaching uh, is evolving. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you look at the conversations uh, ministries are having, obviously conversations they're having with industry is the changing face of um, uh, labor market demands. 
uh, in our country. And, uh, you know, work, work experiences and work opportunities uh, of the future are going to look a lot differently. The, the skills, the transformative skills, the essential skills that are going to be required to uh, um, allow our, our, our youth to be successful are evolving and changing. And, you know, the challenge for, for education in this country, I mean, Canada is, would be recognized as a global leader, we're revered, but there's more work to do. And uh, we're, we're, we're constantly trying to respond and to meet the needs of, um, of, of today's learner. And I think, uh, you know, what I'm seeing at Nelson, whether it be through their ecosystem called Edwin, or the other initiatives that they're moving on, I think they're very committed to to equitable and access and learning for all and responding to the needs of today's learner in, in classrooms uh, across the country. It's a fascinating time to be in education, isn't it? Fascinating time to be in education. And that's what drew me to um, uh, Nelson. That's what uh, drew me to Steve Brown and his leadership. Uh, it's an exciting time at Nelson. Um, they are moving aggressively on a number of initiatives and uh, people are starting to take notice. Uh, mind you, I've only been on the job uh, for a week and a half. I've got lots to learn, particularly about uh, various products and initiatives, and I'll continue to learn more about those. But what I see uh, so far, it gets me excited. Um, uh, it uh, it's a time of, of transformation and innovation and exciting leadership at Nelson. And I'm just extremely happy uh, to add value to their senior table and bring my perspectives and insights, uh, not only as a, as a former minister, but also as a former educator uh, and also somebody who is the father of two girls that are one just finished uh, public education uh, and gone into post-secondary and the youngest is now moving into grade 12 next year. So I'm watching it uh, very closely. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't that long ago I was a school administrator leading a school. But I'll tell you, the, the classroom of today, uh, we, even within 10 years, is dramatically different than the classroom then. So it's exciting times. But, uh, you know, one thing that I'm really impressed with, you've got uh, a CEO like Steve Brown stepping to the plate and taking this taking this company in a direction to respond to the needs of, uh, of the learner uh, in today's classroom. Speaking of the learner, what advice do you have for students who are entering university, like your, your daughter and your daughter's that's currently in first year? You know, it's a, it's a pretty daunting position to be in. It's exciting, but it is a bit daunting because of the massive transformation happening uh, and the, the, the perceived gap that exists between K-12 and post-secondary? Yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, I think uh, my oldest girl, Hallie, was, you know, it was an adjustment. Uh, I saw her really, you know, have a difficult time adapting to the, 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 the existence and how universities function compared to high school. But she... She's a, an individual who's very organized, very conscientious, very hardworking, and she has a, a lot of capacity and skill base. So she adjusted and adapted uh, very 
quickly and she's very committed. So a lot of those characteristics, uh, besides just having a strong academic base, a good organization, good work ethic, very disciplined, uh, she came out of her first year extremely successful. And uh, she shared her final marks with me actually tonight uh, over supper. And uh, she, she had a very, very success. He had a very successful uh, first year. Fantastic. And it's about those global competencies that are, we talk about that are so vital in, in arming our, our youth and my kids included who are in university to, to deal with those challenges and opportunities. Well, you talk about, you know, uh, transformative skills or essential skills or competencies, um, you know, you know, you know, critical thinking, you know, effective, strong communication, collaboration. Um, you know, these are these are skill sets that that didn't have the priorities five years ago uh, that they do now, and they're going to continue to be recognized at the uh, at the CMEC table. Um, we endorsed, and we work obviously very closely with the um, uh, OECD and their research and their data and looking at skills that are going to be required to allow our our students of today to be effective um, in today's global um, workplace. And it's changing. It's changing as we speak. And the time is now. And as I alluded, you know, I'm excited about uh, this opportunity. I'm going to be part of a company that um, is, is, is moving and the key thing is I'm part of, I'm, I'm part of the team and um, my objective is to, to contribute, to make uh, Nelson very successful in its transition and its transformation. And uh, I'm committed to that. Excellent. And one final question in relation to public private partnerships, how important is forging those partnerships between the public system and and the partners that provide solutions in education. Well, you know, I demonstrated in my role at CMAC. Uh, I think it was the first time I had, for example, we had C twenty one. C twenty one has a lot of key key stakeholders uh, as part of their board. I saw. I fir- I firmly believe in in today's society with uh, with public education and the challenges that industry is facing. Uh, with its with its concerns about how they um, supply the labor market and how we train and educate uh, our youth uh, into the future, I think that uh, the private sector and industry have to be very much part of the conversation because, you know, who we're graduating from high schools and colleges and post secondary institutions are going to be the workforce and the professionals of the future. And I think that it just makes sense to me that we have a very open conversation about what the needs are with the industry, whether it be in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, whether it be in uh, various uh, other professions, whether it be in healthcare, um, in technology. So industry, I believe that there is a place for industry in the private sector to be part of the conversation. Uh, and uh, as we evolve and prepare um, and shape and change public education and post-secondary education, both at the university and the college level, I think they have to be very much part of that conversation. It's very important. The federal government, obviously, um, they have a more of a direct linkage to 
post-secondary education uh, and innovation with uh, their ministries. Um, public education is, uh, we're a decentralized system in Canada, so the provinces and the territories have full constitutional responsibilities over their public education. But I think that we have to be very open and we have to be very willing and trusting to, uh, to have those conversations because, um, you know, it's only going to make the public school system and the post-secondary institutions better and stronger to really understand and recognize the needs and the labor market demands into the future for, uh, for, for industry and, and various organizations. Well, thank you so much for that, Doug. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Robert, and I look forward to uh, to uh, my new career and my new challenge and uh, lots to learn. As I say, I'm only a week and a half uh, into the position, and uh, but I'm very intrigued with uh, initiatives uh, like Edwin that um, that uh, Nelson has uh, um, is currently working on, and I'm excited to continue to see it grow and uh, and launch in other areas of the country. Best of success in your new role at Nelson. Thank you very much. That was Doug Curry, former educator, provincial minister of education in Prince Edward Island and head of the Council of Ministers of Education Canada. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get your latest issue of the Mindshare Learning Report. My name is Robert Merdlanchi, chief digital publisher of the Mindshare Learning Report. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.